In a world where full-length motion pictures exist, two men have the power to navigate their stories. Join Jeff and Michael as they attempt to recall some of their favorite movie memories. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Movie Memories Podcast, hosted by myself, Michael, and Jeff. That's right. Michael and I are going to challenge each other each week to recall our favorite movies from memory. It won't be a movie we've seen recently, and we won't know the movie ahead of time. Then we'll go rewatch the movie, talk about parts that we missed, talk about our favorite parts, and maybe even talk about things that we didn't know beforehand. So sit back, relax, and see if you can rise to the challenge. Yeah, so we started recording video for our last episode um, with a new platform. And in watching that recording, I realized that I'm not undulating. Not undulating is uh, moving in a wave, but I'm not uh, enunciating very well with my mouth. I'm not moving with it enough. Your mouth? Yeah. I mean, I don't really at all either. If I'm. If I get into the zone talking and I'm not. I know I just get less animated and, and then my mouth just slowly closes up. My upper lip stops moving and then I feel like I get a bit more of a lisp because I have a bit of a, a little bit of an underbite. I don't know if you ever noticed. I mean, my head just takes up the entire frame. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're good looking people. Don't worry about it. Um, I might use but while I'm doing this, I'm going to go ahead and so move you over to this corner of my monitor. So that I'm not looking so much to the left. How about that? How's that a little better? It looks great. It looks right. so good. Yeah, I think this uh, is going to work out for videos. Anyway, uh, we're back for another episode yeah. of Movie Memories Podcast. Um, and I get to challenge you to another movie. Are you ready? Are you I, excited? I guess I am ready. As ready I think, as I'll ever be. I think you'll like this, but honestly, you know, we... I think we... We bring it up every once in a while, and so I'm hoping this is one of those movies that you watch on repeat, so it won't be too difficult for you, but who knows the last time you actually watched it. Mm. So you, you think you're ready? Yeah, go for I'm gonna, it. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go the old school. I'm going to give you a quote. It's an incomplete quote because at the very end of it, it has the character's, main character's name. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. I told you to speak your mind, but Jesus. And, he, and then he says the main character's name. And right before this, if you can visualize it, just before he said that line, he very gently placed his one of his hands on that character's forearm. In a meeting room. A meeting room with lots of important people. Uh, Let me think about it here. Yes. Um, yes. Gee. Yeah, I told you to speak your mind, but Jesus. Does he sound like that? A little bit. <laughs> it's it's difficult to Board do man. his impression without saying other movie lines that he's been in. Yeah. It's said to speak your mind, but Jesus. Give me another one. Give okay. Me another quote. Um. This one, uh, trying to, this 
same character says this and it's these are all little the you know he's not the main character but the same character says this line he says um you never pushed that button and i was never here does it sound familiar at all the way you're saying it does yeah oh and I'll, I can give you. I'm going to give you one more quote whenever you're ready. That sounds like That's Lawrence Fishburne. Obscure. Uh, the way you're saying it, <laughs> similar in that they have commanding, unique voices. I'm not doing a great impression of it because I have to say like a certain line to do a better impression. You need something else? Push that button. I was never here. Yeah. You never push that button, and I was never here. Boardroom button. Two different scenes. The first quote, yes, it was uh, in a meeting room with lots of important people. The second quote came from a scene later where he's talking to like a technician sitting at a uh, console, and he's leaning over the top of it, and he says the line. Oh boy. Oh, I'm gonna be so <laughs> mad at myself I can feel it. Because these are obscure. These are like, you know, not necessarily gonna stick out in your brain. Um you want another one? Um science fiction? Am I crazy? Um no. No. Well it's it's fiction, but not science fiction. There's another one, and this isn't a perfect quote, but it's close enough. I grew up around here, you know. My grandfather took me fishing, or taught me how to fish right off that island. And I'll give you one more quote, but it's definitely going to give it away. <laughs> Man, I'm not... It's nothing I ringing a bell? I am not giving was, any of this. Like, I can I, see something, but it's yeah. not filling up. Like I'm getting other movies that I know aren't I, right. After I picked this movie and I was thinking of things that kind of stood out to me that I remembered from it, I and I was watching it, I was like, okay, these are the ones I'm going to try and give them. Mm. Because you're usually pretty quick on getting the movie. With quotes, yeah. Yeah, quotes and even like the other stuff I've done describing characters. And so, do you want one more? Um, can I ask questions before you get Yeah, sure. On? Yeah, go ahead. Is it... <laughs> A thriller, like a mystery. Sure, yes. You could say it's a thriller. I was never here. Push that button. Thriller with a little bit of action, but I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll go one further and even help you out with it. Is this the other guys? Nope. Not a comedy. I, I don't know why it was like, that's the only thing I can think of with the first quote. Doesn't um, feel. I'll give you something else as far as the genre goes. A political thriller is maybe another way to put it. How many political thrillers do we have? Mm. It wasn't Michael Clayton. Is it? No. No. Okay. <laughs> that's and now of... that you're now that you're saying this, I'm. Pr I'm pretty sure I went to our list. And I played it so. from the list, but if not, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "How many political thrillers do we have?" Because I, sw 
I swear this was on the list and that's why I picked it because I looked at it like two times ago and I said, oh, I need to save that to try it. I'll give you an, I'll well, give give me another quote. Give me the quote because I'll be able to know. I'll know. <laughs> was it Hunt for Red October? Yes. Oh, damn. Ah, oh, that's going to be a short one. <laughs> I swear it's on there. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be crazy so. if it's not on here. Yeah, I don't think it's on there. Well, but my bad. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I know we've quoted things from it together before. Just I was like gonna say maybe like yeah maybe that, that's literally <laughs> yeah I was gonna give you the quote that uh, Alec Baldwin makes does an impression of him when he's like crawling through the nuclear silos on the sub and he goes see that's not many things react well to bullets oh. in here no 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 like i i got very little of this movie re- like in my brain oh good good i think it's been a while yeah, since you've been uh <laughs> a blank slate trying to recall a movie this is gonna be quick I, all right i can tell you right now it's so the beginning is the when he defects right when yeah. he he gets on the sub uh, sean connery is the main character in this moment. He yes. gets on the sub with Sam Neill. Yep. They're speaking Russian. Yes. At least at first. And then they are. it slowly transitions to English. I don't remember how they do it. Yeah. When you watch it, I like how it was done, uh, but you might be like, oh, that's really dumb. They just but... like crossfade their audio over each other and like dub yeah, it. Kind of like that. He, the camera very slowly zoom, keeps slowly zooming in on a character's mouth as he's speaking Russian. And then it switches like almost, not almost mid word, but like next word, it switches to English and the camera pans back out, which is supposed right. to tell the audience, like they're still <laughs> speaking Russian, but we're doing this for you so that you can understand this movie. I don't, that's like the most I remember. I remember that, like, <laughs> Alec Baldwin is Jack Ryan. Uh huh. And he spends most of the movie trying to convince them that it might be a Russian trying to defect, but the Russians lose the sub at some point. Yes. Yeah. Because kind of the premise of the movie is the Red October is this new sub that can run silently. It's like a stealth. Yeah. Yes. Stealth sub. And or whatever. He sends a letter. Um, Sean Connery's character sends a letter saying he does plan to defect. So Russia knows he's defecting and, but they don't know where it is. And so they're trying to hunt for it too. Yeah. You're right. At some point, uh, he uh, ends up, Alec Baldwin gets on the sub and there's like two very loyal Russian soldiers still on the sub that did not want to defect. Yeah. Yeah. And stuff happens. Action happens. And <laughs> Is there anything else that you remember? If I gave you any more information, do you think you'd be able to pick up on any more from your memory? Because mm. you said that Jack Ryan, uh, out Baldwin, he spends most of the time in the movie trying to convince everybody yeah, like, that he is truly trying to defect. Yeah, he's in an office situation yeah and they're trying to find the sub but he's not letting them know it's weird it's he's trying to play like 
Sean Connery yeah. is trying to not let his own crew know that he's defecting. Yeah, but also not, not letting like he wants to let the Americans know that he's defecting, but it's like a weird game of him trying to still play the Russian sub commander. Yeah. But also not die. Yes. <laughs> and not get killed by the Russians or the yeah, Americans. Yeah. So yeah, that he, that's kind of cool, like how that works out. But yeah. He he has to, you know, in this movie you'll see whenever you watch it, but he has to figure out a way to convince the crew that don't know about the defection that everything that they're watching and seeing is legitimate. Like there's a reason for being hunted. They're on war exercises and then eventually has to figure out a way to get them off of the boat Mm -hmm. so that they're not with them when they actually make it to America. And then somehow convince the Americans that he's, actually defecting and not a crazy person with nukes and destroy yeah. the sub somehow or decommission the sub. Yeah. Or make it look like it is destroyed. destroyed. Yeah. If they, yeah. If he doesn't make it look like it's gone, the Russians are always going to be wondering where the did hell they, it is. Yeah, did the Americans yeah. get it? Exactly. Do they have the technology. Yeah, it's yeah. a movie. And there we go. That is good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're right. Like, <laughs> there's, there's some guys who don't want to defect that were on board still later in the movie that caused some trouble. Don't you find out that like a lot of the crew is in on it, but not all of them. Yeah. Like his officers. Yeah. yeah. So he doesn't know who would side with him. Exactly. And doesn't know who like would have the, be the saboteur. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? I've seen no this other images from like beginning to end. I think I've seen this movie one time. No I've way. Seen, yeah. I've seen several scenes of it through the years on TV, but not. Yeah. Am all the I way through. confusing you with other conversations about or quotes Probably. about this movie? <laughs> <laughs> I know we've talked about it. I know we've discussed yeah, it. Before. I know we've t- discussed it before. And, and so when back when we did the rock and we were talking about Sean Connery and like his quotes and stuff, and his accent and playing characters where he's Scottish, but he's supposed to be something else. Yeah. That's what made me think like, oh, I'm going to do Red, for o- Red Hunt for October. Because <laughs> I swear, whenever I was scrolling through and looking at those movies, it was on there. But maybe just because nope. we had that conversation, I pictured it on uh, there. Yeah, no, I don't think any of the Jack Ryans are on our list. Like, Clear and Present uh. Danger... Oh, yeah, with Harrison or, Ford. Yeah. Patriot Games. Yeah, Patriot Games. Mm-mm. Reindeer Games also? Is no, reindeer... that's... <laughs> some of all fears. Some reindeer of all Games fears. is not at all. <laughs> it's a Ben Affleck. They're both movie. Ben Affleck, right? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. like, Reindeer Games is not at all. <laughs> no, it's not at all uh, one of those. Gary but, yeah, some of all fears. Yeah, some of all fears. Mm-hmm. Well, what's your guys' <laughs> Are you excited to watch the movie? Yeah, I'm going to watch it and be like, oh yeah, I don't remember any of this. Well, so this has happened to me a couple times where the re- after watching this movie, it's basically a speed run. So I'm looking forward to see how well you can okay. recall the movie after just watching it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you see if you can go through a speed run and re- telling Red Hunt for October. <laughs> Red Hunt for October. Red Hunt for October. <laughs> the... October, the hunt for red. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is one of those movies that 
I've seen a bunch of times, but it was like one of my dad's favorites. So mm-hmm. it would yeah. be a pick every once in a while. Where exactly. They that, it. It's like whenever it was on TV, my dad would put it on. Yeah. Any, any yeah, Harrison yeah. Ford kind of thriller. Yeah. Fugitive. Um, well then, uh, typically we'd say insert a cool part of the movie here, <laughs> but since, <laughs> yeah, since you don't have any, uh, frame uh, of reference, we'll some, save that for later. Some quote from Sean Connery. <laughs> yeah. That's and, probably, you know, when I was, well, we could talk about that later, but yeah, yeah. so you, you're going to, you get to go watch the movie. Okay, then, well, you go watch the movie, and while everyone waits for the second part of this, uh, just enjoy some James Earl Jones, because he's the best. He is. I said, speak your mind, Jack, but Jesus. Now, understand, Commander, that torpedo did not self-destruct. You heard it hit the hull, and I was never here. Contact Dallas. Give him the go. Okay. So, um, you got to go watch Hunt for Red October for seemingly like the first time. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like after watching it, of course, I remembered. Yeah. Most everything, but. Was it weird? Yeah. Like when you were watching it, you were like, oh, I know. I remember this now, but. Like, did it seem like it was a movie that you probably would not have watched again? It's, I don't know how to describe it. I like it because it's a political thriller, but at the same time, I felt like, I don't know if unsatisfied is the word. Oh, yeah. Underwhelmed? There wasn't enough. Like, there was just, oh, and then he makes it to America. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, I will say that the climax where uh the Russian submarine almost takes them out and the US sub, the Dallas has to save them. Mm-hmm. Um it's not much of a climax. So I will say yes, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what it, it was for me. It was like it didn't really hit a climax, but like it just kind of yeah. got up there and then kind of stayed then everything was fine yeah well i know you watched this just a couple days ago but if you since we both just recently struggled with recalling the movies we were challenged to um if you had to speed run it through it and in, in as little time as possible what what happens in hunt for red october so sean connery yes <laughs> <laughs> There's a Russian accent. No, he actually doesn't have a Russian accent. He still has his regular accent. Yes, he does. Um, he speaks Russian. I'll admit, I did like the part where they switched to English and the quote they used, having yeah. just seen Oppenheimer. Yeah. You know, it all comes full circle. Um, but what I didn't know is that the word Armageddon is just pronounced differently in Russian, but it's like that's the word they stopped on. Before going to English, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I I, I mean, I wouldn't have put that together, but that's super smart. Yeah. Like if you're going to do that kind of transition, that's yeah. You land on a word. Super smart. The same in both languages. Um, but that has nothing to do with the speed run. Okay. No. So yep. Yeah. Sean Connery. He's Mm -hmm. he's on top of the submarine with Sam Neill. They're looking at stuff and they're like, okay, let's submerge. And then they go down in the water. 
and you find <laughs> out. All right, listen. And then they're like, hey, we're on training exercises the right October. Here we go. Woo. Yeah. And uh, then uh, Sean Connery goes to his chambers. There's the the officer who's basically Political overseeing. Officer. Yeah. Overseeing yeah. the whole thing. Right. Like making sure everything's done correctly. Blah, blah, blah. And as soon as he finishes talking, he stands up and then Sean Connery breaks his neck. He's dead. Then that yep. becomes kind of a thing. Yeah. Where they have to remove the body and he has to throw water on the ground and make it seem like he slipped on tea. Yep. And you see Tim Curry for the first time. He's like, what happened? No, he doesn't talk like that. But, no, um, but he has his abnormal accent too. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Neill, there were a couple scenes where he had his like, they had like a Russian accent. Yes. Of He's the only one else. that kind of seems like he put in some effort. Yeah, exactly. Um, that scene where he meets with a political officer and after he kills him and all that, he burns the orders and the orders were what he tells the crew anyway. So I, I don't, don't understand why he burns I don't it, know. but he tells the crew like we're going on a training exercise like, off the coast of America to prove that we can do it. There's any evidence left behind. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't make sense to me, but anyway. Uh, and they're in a special submarine. The submarine has the caterpillar drive. Yeah. Uh, which makes it silent, virtually silent. Yeah. Yeah. And Sonar wouldn't sounds, know what to do with it. Yeah. It sounds like a magma displacement. Yes. Uh, or like whales, something mm-hmm. like that. Biologic and, or something. Yeah. Geologic. And right after, either right after or right before they pull the body out, it cuts to uh, Courtney B. Vance, the guy who's doing the. Um, I don't sonar know the character's name. Yeah, the sonar. Uh, Stephen Jones. Yeah, yeah. He's Sir Exposition because he's literally talking to a new recruit, and you're learning everything about submarines if you don't already know it. Yeah, because he's telling him all this stuff, and uh, they, I think they hear the Red October like yeah. launch, and or they're like, "Hey, someone's coming out of the by. yeah." yeah. I forget. I don't know how to pronounce the name of the area they leave. Oh yeah, yeah. I no, forget. I wasn't keeping like up with all the Russian uh, journey ports. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what it. <laughs> but they they hear them leave, and then all of a sudden they disappear. Yep. Like it was going to be a crazy Ivan. I think is what they were going to do, and that's when they disappeared, or they slowed down. Uh, yeah, they just disappeared. They just disappeared. He 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 does make a turn. Yeah, um, but it wasn't one of the crazy events that happens later. But yes, you're right. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's around this time that they're leaving, mm-hmm. and they suddenly go- disappear. Uh, you learn that Sean Connery sent a letter Ish. to his wife's dad, father. Uh huh. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. His wife's right. dad. Right. Yeah. Or uncle, but a family um, member, late wife. Late wife, father's daughter's sons. Twice. He, yeah. He gets the letter, drops tea on the ground, explodes. And uh, he's like, oh no, they have the Red October. And then the Americans, they see that all of the Russian subs are launching like at the same time mm-hmm. to go after the sub. This is where tensions rise. And also, in, interspersed in there is. Uh, Alec Baldwin 
<laughs> yeah, introducing him. Yeah, introducing slowly, him. Slowly figuring this out and the reason why. Trying to figure out what's on the boat. Yes. He gets called yeah. to uh, CIA headquarters with um, James Earl Jones. Yep. James Earl Jones, of course, always knows more than him. Like yes. Alec Baldwin. But he just wants... He's one step ahead. Like, yeah, like he's everyone, always one step like, ahead. I did always wonder that because, you know, Jack Ryan's supposed to be... The, the character is supposed to be like, oh, he's figured out something that no one else has, like ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, every, like you said, every time he meets up with somebody, every time. he's like, do you know what this is? Yeah, we just figured it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is, yeah, then why is he so important? <laughs> yeah. yeah, every time, every scene. It yeah. was great. James yeah. Jones is like, yeah, kind of pillow drive, right? And it's like, yeah. yeah. How do you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I thought I figured it out, and I was going to tell yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't constantly. It's weird constantly yeah. through the movie. Yeah. Um. Then the meets with all those people. This was the quote you gave me. Yeah. Uh, just like I told you to, like, tell them everything, Ryan. But geez. yeah, I told you to speak your mind. But yeah, Jesus. yeah, yeah. And uh, he ends up cutting off a colonel or something. Yeah. And they briefly get into an argument. Uh, and he. He tells them he's probably trying to defect. Yep. They're like, what are you talking about? Why would he be doing that? And everyone disagrees with him except a politician. Uh, mm-hmm. That was Pelt. That's the Jeffrey Pelt. Yeah, that's yeah. The, whoever that is. And the politician says, I like to keep my options open. You go, f- you have three days to figure this out. Right. And then he ends up going to uh, this submarine expert to try and figure out. I think that's when he figures out the caterpillar drive or yes. like how to like what the, the doors are on the submarine. Yeah. I think he meets with James Earl Jones the first yeah. time tell him. And then he says, I know this dude. So he goes to figure it out. And then he comes back. He's like, yeah, we figured it out. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you didn't have to take that. Plane ride. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, and then uh, there's a whole bit with Sean Connery making them go uh, like, they have this training area with the the twins, the Thor's twins. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's where they usually take submarines the first time is through that area. And this one guy says he's like memorized it. He can do it with his, like he can drive a car with blindfolded through this area. Right. Anyway, they do that. And Sean Connery ends up pushing it really hard because the Russians sent a helicopter with like aerial sonar i guess and the helicopter finds them in the twins drops the torpedo into the water and it chases after them and they have to uh get really close to a wall yeah yeah. torpedo explodes against the the wall of the canyon yeah because someone sabotaged the caterpillar drive for a short period so they were running regular propulsion and so that's when they got heard yeah yeah um, that happens, and as soon as it explodes, the crew is stunned because they think, "Oh, they're actually firing at us." Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they don't really hold on to that at all. No, and yeah, like Sam Neill like brushes it off. Yeah, they yeah. brush it off real fast. And <laughs> anyway, um, the next scene, they're just moving about in the ocean. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember like just watch at it. one point 
Jack Ryan gets out to an aircraft carrier so yeah. that he could, because he's trying to get out to the Dallas, who... Because America is trying re- to respond to this yeah. threat. And right. eventually, uh, Andre Lysenko, who's their ambassador, he goes yeah. over there and he says, so it appears we have lost a sub. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because originally he plays it off as like, um, we they meet twice or they meet two yeah. times or three times. I don't remember yeah, the, if it's two or three. The first time he says, "Oh, the sub is missing," and we think that there's or and there's like some really high ups uh, mm-hmm. children on board, so we need help finding it. Then he says, "There's a madman. He has a nuclear sub, and we haven't heard contact. Yeah. And we think he's gonna fire." Yes, the last time is when the Americans know more than he does. Yes. Like, did you find the sub? Because we're missing another one. (laughs) And then he's like, you're missing another one. (laughs) Yeah, at the very end, like, you've lost another sub. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he goes onto the ship. He has to wear a uniform. And they don't agree with it. I remember that scene was weird. Yeah, yeah, for appearances sake, so that people don't want to know why he's there. Exactly. Yeah. And then you learn a bit about Ryan's past, how he was in the Marines for three years and then he like broke his back more or less and was out for a whole year. Yeah. And he learned a helicopter again. crash. Yeah. yeah. So it's like cut him some slack. Yeah. Uh, they have to. So the sub that what that heard them launch first. Yep. They have been following what they think is where they're going. And the Dallas finally, I think, hears them one more time near the American coast. And is the one sub that's, like, the only sub out of the whole fleet that's actually near the Red October. Exactly, because uh, I think eventually Jones... He listens to the tapes yeah. uh, sped up, like, ten times yep. speed. And, it and he's like, like, we're following runner. something. Yeah. yeah. So, he learns how to listen for it, and that's what they follow. Right. Well, all this is going on, it cuts one time to the other sub with Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah. Um, the Konolov. 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 Yeah, yeah. Konolov. They uh, show them, and they're like, we're hunting Ramius. He's the greatest ever. We have to kill him. Yeah. Okay. And then you don't see them again until the end. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever he's all pissed off because like yeah. he gets his orders uh like you know sent and they're like these orders are seven, seven hours, hours old. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. great in this. And he is. Know, like, I mean it, uh I saw him in yeah. it and I was like, I haven't seen him. He was in uh that one movie, Ronin, I guess, with Robert De Niro, and then again in Deep Blue Sea. Though Deep Blue Sea mm-hmm. is the first time I ever saw still in Skarsgard. But yeah. anyway, it's just interesting he, to see where he came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what were you gonna say? gonna say? No, I was gonna say he looks so much like all the other scars guards. I don't know the scars guards. Yeah, Skarsgård. Uh, Skarsgård. Yeah, Star guards. No, not that. Um, after they show him, yep, Jack is like, "This is the sub I want to go to because it's more likely that they're there." Yeah, and because he heard that. The Dallas was reporting that they're following some sort of noise that the yeah. computer is saying is magma displacement. He's like, oh, 
That's what it sounds like. That's what it is. Yeah. So he goes there by helicopter, and they're all upset because they don't have enough fuel to get there. And he's like, don't you have emergency fuel? It's like, yeah, for 10 minutes. It's like, well, you get me there. Yeah. Whatever. They're like, okay, fine. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to drop you down on this okay, bye. bench here. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's just flying around. He hits the guy in the head and falls in the water. It's great. Uh, and then he gets on to the Dallas, tells the captain of the Dallas, like, every everything about the Red October, about how Ramius is trying to defect. And then he's yeah. like, okay, but how are you going to prove that to me? Like, mm-hmm. he's like, well, at the bottom of the hour, he does a crazy Ivan. He's like, okay. And he always turns right. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just happens to do that. Yeah. Later you learn that he, that was a total gamble. And in the moment they're about to shoot on it because they've been tracking it. They're convinced mm-hmm. that it is the red October and the U S boats have been told like this person is coming to shoot the U S like you find it, you yeah. kill it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, after that, they, I think they make their presence known. Yes. To red October. Like they don't yep, yep. try to hide anymore. They just go straight for it right and um i think they they don't hang him i don't remember how he gets them to surface um i think he goes up and then the red october goes up just to take a look i guess it was like standard I guess protocol both, to figure out what was both there do it. yeah 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 so they both do it they're both looking at each other with periscopes and mm-hmm. uh what's his face uses light morse code basically i guess to yes. signal the Red October their intentions. Um, don't go near the US. We'll shoot you. Uh, if you have other intentions, like defecting, yeah. ping once. Yeah, give us a ping. And they ping. One ping only. Only. <laughs> <laughs> One ping, ping only. only. Yeah. Sure, it pings. Yeah. And, they ping it. Uh, they bang it. And then after that, Jack yeah. gives them uh, instructions on where to go. The Laurentian Trench. Laurentian Abyss. Right. Somewhere deep, somewhere private yeah. where no one's around. Exactly. Yep. So they go there and I guess some stuff happens off screen because they go to that area and then the radiation alarms go off because mm-hmm. they have to surface, get everyone off the ship and then go back down. And then the yeah. other little sub from the Dallas goes there. No, that's like not from the Dallas. It goes to the Dallas. They get on board. Then they go to the Red October. Yeah. They get out of the Red October. And they're like, hey, what's up? I know what things you do. Yeah. <laughs> Jack's conversation with Ramius. Yeah, they <laughs> like, I think at some point earlier, Jack is trying to rack his brain about if he is defecting, he has to get the crew off. How's he going to get the crew off? And then he figures out, well, he would have already thought of that. Like, and so, yeah. And then I think at this point they have a brief conversation where they mention it. Like, um, how'd you, uh, Sean Connery says, how did you know that our radiation problem wasn't real? And he said, well, we figured you had to get the crew off somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Because as soon as they get on board, the alarms are still going and then the engineer just turns them off. Yeah. And then he asks for a cigarette and gives him a cigarette. And he yeah. never smoked. Like, yeah, breaks the ice. Try to break <laughs> yeah, the ice. Tries to yeah, break yeah. the ice. And <laughs> like, he's turning green. <laughs> yeah, this is 
classic like prime Alec Baldwin, I feel like. Yeah. That and 30 Rock uh Alec yeah, Baldwin was pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah. Um they do all the talking. Yeah. And they're about to leave when the cook shoots at them. Yes. And that's who uh Sean Connery and Alec Baldwin chase. And yeah. the Kanavalov. Kanavalov, yeah. <laughs> the Kanavalov shows up. Shows up and shoot, like shoots one torpedo at them. Mm-hmm. But they turn into it because it doesn't arm yet. Yeah, Sean Connery yeah. drives right into it and it just blows right past him. Yeah. It like, doesn't arm. It's like, we can only shoot, do that one time. Yeah, exactly. They shoot one and it just sails past them. They're like, it didn't even have time to arm. And, yeah. and then, then they changed that. Then he drove into one and they're like, yeah. now we are out of tricks. And, uh, I think it was around that that time when the cook shoots the shots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they go after them. Uh, Sam Neil dies because the cook shoots him, and then he hits Sean Connery in the shoulder. Alec Baldwin has to go after the cook himself. Yeah, and the cook is holding two wires. Who knows what will happen? <laughs> yeah, because he does ask the question like, could he could he launch? And he's like, no, he can't launch, but he could blow one up and. Yeah, somehow so he knows wires. how to blow up a nuke. <laughs> yeah, cooks. yeah, they know a ton of shit. Yeah, no, he's just got the wires sitting there. Like, I guess that means he'll blow it up. So he just shoots him. I think. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then they go back to the bridge, and they face off with the canonical I love, and and they the canonical love. Yes. Ends up blowing itself up. Yeah, so like it Because they they fully armed all of their t- torpedoes. Yeah, he t- sends a torpedo out and, and it it's follows Red October and then Yeah. The Dallas right passes in it. front of it. It's like the trouble yeah. with chicken is you need to know when to like stop playing or yep. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh then it blows up and they Make it to Canada or Northern Maine. I yeah, don't Maine. Which Maine? Yeah. And the movie's over. Jack Ryan's yeah. like, I used to fish over there. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. That's the end of the movie. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, because like, that that little battle is supposed to be the climax, but it's, but the it way doesn't it really. Ends, yeah, yeah. I don't because you only see him once. You only see that character one time, so it doesn't build him at all. Like the threat yeah. of it doesn't build at all. And then the threat of the cook was only brought up one time. Exactly. Like the saboteur, or like they sabotage one thing. Yeah, so they know that there's so, a saboteur on board. Yeah. I feel like there's too much, almost 90% of the movie feels like exposition because it's like you have to learn all this stuff about it to build it up and like the defection yeah. and like getting there. And I don't know. I don't know. The reason I like it is like I like sub movies for some. Yeah, I just think they're like cool submarines are cool the way that you can function in the total blind and the water yeah. and all that. But uh, that's one of the reasons why I like this movie is just it's a good sub movie. There's enough about the subs. It, there's enough about like the, how can they maneuver and ch- and they're hunting each other where you can't see each other. And like that part I like about it. And but I agree with you. It's just kind of anticlimactic. I like political thrillers. Yeah. This is okay. 
And I learned that I guess Sean Connery's wearing a toupee the whole time. Did not oh, know no that. way. Oh, yeah. was this whenever he didn't have his hair? He uh, oh. grew out a ponytail. I read about it. And yeah. apparently he showed up to set with it. He went over <laughs> the director's head. Who happens to be John McTiernan, yeah. director of Die Hard. It's a good, it's a good uh, directed movie. But anyway, he went above uh, his head to like the studio execs and was like, hey, I'm yeah. going to have this ponytail. It's going to look great. And John McTiernan <laughs> was yelling at him about it. And Sean Connery's like, you can't do anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but everyone on set and all the actors just made fun of him so relentlessly oh, that he funny. decided to cut it. And they had already shot enough that when they had to do the reshoots, it cost them $20,000 just oh, to reshoot. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it's the hunt for Red October. I wish, I don't know if I wish Harrison Ford was in this. Oh, yeah. I, I just, Instead of Sean Connery? I No, not Sean Connery. Oh, uh, as Alec Jack Baldwin Ryan. as Jack, oh. Jack Ryan. Just for consistency from yeah. this movie to the next two. Or if Alec Baldwin just stayed Jack Ryan. Yeah. I feel like honestly, I think either one. Yeah, they really either one could do it. By the time Harrison Ford was playing Jack Ryan, I feel like he looked a little too old. Yeah, uh, to be this like young up and coming analyst that's thrown into the mix. But and so I think it would have been maybe looked a little off having him in the Red October. But I don't know. I like Alec Baldwin in this, so I think he would have been good as a Jack Ryan character, like. He doesn't seem like the pure action type, so it makes sense that he's just a guy thrown into the mix. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 But James well, Earl Jones, the- he's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love him. I was never here. Yeah. <laughs> he's you perfect. heard the... Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, so you already said it was anticlimactic, but like... Did you like it overall? You think you'll rewatch this movie or do you think you'll just let it sit on the shelf? Until- it's one of those movies where like, if I'm in the mood for political thrillers, I might, I might rewatch it. Yeah. I don't know. There are the fact that it's a little anticlimactic. The whole gimmick of changing languages was weird to me. Yeah. I would have almost preferred an entirely Russian cast on the red October with. Yeah. Like just. What's funny is presence. I know there are scenes with them in it, but it's not like they're really long scenes. So literally they could have just had them speaking Russian Mm -hmm. while the scenes are on red October and then just show that they also can speak English whenever they have to interact with the English speakers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think it would have been fine. Yeah. A bit more immersive, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's just the, the thing about you know everything before now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was trying to think of like when did we really start to embrace foreign language subtitles? <laughs> yeah. Subtitles, <laughs> right? I mean, I think it, I agree with you. I think it would have been a little bit better. It, yeah. it would have made it more like it, like I said, immersive, where you actually feel like you're watching a, a legitimate, like historically accurate. 
movie. Yeah, it would have yeah. felt legitimate if they had actual like Russian people playing the roles. Yeah. They got close no. with Stellan Skarsgård, but <laughs> Yeah. They got close. They got right close. side of the world. And and the guy <laughs> who plays the um ambassador. His his voice was Oh yeah. It's great. Like Yeah, yeah. I like that guy. Yeah, I like what's his name? He's I in, can't remember his name. He's in uh Bill and Ted's bogus journey. He's yeah. the villain. I know that's the only other movie I can think of with him. <laughs> <laughs> I do like his sad. voice. <laughs> yeah. Uh so if you were gonna pull a political thriller off of the shelf, which one would you reach for? I I don't know if it's really a political thriller, but it's a thriller about corporate espionage or like corporate just the Michael Clayton. I like I really like that movie. I don't know. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I do like That's that a good movie. movie. Um any other ones though? Hmm. No. Not like a, that immediately come to mind. I only you think remember, of that because uh, that's what I thought you were challenging me to for some reason. I was like, mm, Michael Borgham? Clayton? Borgham? Oh. <laughs> oh uh, <laughs> the quote. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Do you ever watch the movie Executive Decision? I only recently saw that. With uh, oh, really? Kurt Russell? Yeah, Kurt Russell on the airplane. Yeah, I had yeah. never seen it before, and when I watched it, I was like, this is very... It was very weird. It's it was, a weird thriller. Yeah, it was a weird thriller, but it's one of my favorites because it is weird, good. but it's it's good. Yeah, but like the way that things reach their like the climax, yeah, um, is weird to me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They they end up staying like in that other level for most of the film, from what I remember. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And Steven Seagal dies like immediately. Yeah, but I love was, I the was landing great. scene with Kurt Russell. Like, Kurt Russell trying to land the plane was great. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is what I want to see for any landing situation. <laughs> yep. Because he was sweating. He was like, I'm not going to yeah, make panicked it. Like, and not yeah, knowing so how to panicked. do anything. Yeah. Yeah. That was perfect. Like, he yeah. really sold that. Well, that one's like um, kind of, it's not real heavy on the political thriller side, but it's a little bit of it with the mm-hmm. action. And it's just a unique film. And I think it was right around the time of Air Force One. Yeah. Or right before it. Have you tried to go back and rewatch that? Air Force One? Yeah. No. I don't want to because I want it to live fondly in my memory. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just remember it being am, like amazing. Like it was yeah. a hit. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was a hit. Get I, off my plane. Get off my plane. Yeah. Pretty Gary great. Oldman. I mean, everyone wants I mean, it was like a precursor to what 20 years later um all the like olympus has fallen the ones with yeah. gerard butler where yeah. you know, a president has to kind of fight back yeah. yeah that aspect was cool harrison ford was cool yeah the cgi oh yeah no the plane crash horrendous <laughs> whole plane crash was so bad the whole plane crash yeah like mm. that yeah. was one thing i did like about this movie was i mean most of the submarine stuff could hide that yeah terrible you know effects but it was done really well it was and the the actual footage of subs like breaching yeah uh, the you know the surface that yeah, was cool. actual under using actual footage from underwater yeah, explosions footage. yeah like ooh, that was yeah cool. i was that is one of the things i like about this uh movie is uh the effects are pretty yeah. good the only jank 
to any of the effects is the torpedoes. I was about, I was you could, you could see yeah. the composition edges on the torpedoes, but like the subs themselves and the deep blue water and all that, like it's great. Yeah. And you, oh. you're right. It's allowed itself to be hidden, but you didn't really have to hide it because that's what it would look like. It'd be obscure. Yeah, it would be and you so really see dark. It. Yeah. Yeah. So I always like that too. It could be real cheesy yeah. and they, it could go the other way with a submarine movie, you know, <laughs> but that was yeah. a little more realistic. Yeah, I wouldn't so mind that's... seeing like this remade or something similar to this, mm-hmm. like in the vein of Top Gun to like Maverick, the the sequel. Oh yeah, like actually trying to shoot as much as you could practically. I know that'd be like really expensive, but yeah, that would I would love be to awesome. see it. Yeah, and this was a little bit more on on the suspense side than it was, or the thriller side than it is like the action, which is one of the reasons I do kind of like it. I know we wanted a, b- a bigger climax, but I'm not even that's... sure action would have added to it. I just, think yeah, it didn't feel like the tension got to the point where it needed to get. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Cause like comparatively to other submarine movies, which are usually like historical mm-hmm. movies, it's just different. I, I actually haven't seen enough submarine movies. Hey, you should go start open the doors for me. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> need to go. Yeah, watch we were them. just talking about westerns, and we're like, oh, yeah, we yeah, haven't yeah. really watched enough westerns. Uh, like, exactly. Yeah, go watch some submarine with U five seven one, and I haven't all. seen Das Boot. Yeah, uh, no, I haven't seen that. Down Periscope. I have seen that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that movie. That's so In funny. The Navy. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> um, it's pretty uh, funny. It's the whole Crim- Crimson Tide. I've never seen. Mm-hmm. I've seen, like, uh, what else? There's a lot of good ones out there. The U571, I've seen it, but I don't remember it at all. Yeah. I just remember Harrison Ford was in it, right? And Liam Neeson yeah. is? I think it is Liam Neeson, yeah. I don't remember it. I don't know. Yeah, start um, watching yeah. some. You didn't watch some submarine movies. Well, you got anything else for uh, mm. Red, Red October? I was, I thought I did, because I was thinking about all the people I saw, like all the cameos, Scott oh. Glenn, yeah, Scott Glenn's in this. Um, yes. And it's funny, good. the scene where he gets to the boat, um, like the aircraft carrier. Yeah, yeah. The guy, the first jet, like, I don't know what rank he was. The first guy he saw is exactly mm-hmm. who I expected which was weird. Like, I don't remember this movie at all, but I was like, I yeah. expected that guy, that singular actor. I was like, I knew you'd be there. <laughs> and then the guy who, uh, like tells him the history, Fred, Thompson. Jack Ryan. Yeah. Fred Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. Fred Thompson. Yeah. He's in, a, he's in other movies like this. He I is feel in like, and, and is, isn't he, isn't Fred Thompson like a, he does something else. He's not, he does something no, besides acting. I know exactly what you mean, and I don't know what. He was something. He was something. Wasn't he in <laughs> politics? I thought he was something to do with... No. I don't know. I don't know what the hell he did. <laughs> I swear. I swear. Uh, or maybe I'm thinking of another actor. You might actor. be right. Wasn't no, there no, another no. actor? I he thought was, Fred Thompson... Uh, won a special election to the United States Senate in 1994... Oh, uh, yeah. To fill the unexpired term of Senator Al Gore. That's like the first thing in his trivia. 
That's right. Yeah. Um, okay. Maybe it was him that I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, when I saw him, movie. You know, I was totally expecting him. I don't know. That was weird. Yeah. Interestingly enough. Okay. Um, well, then that's it for this episode, unless you have anything else. Oh, I don't. Oh, wait, man. I did have one other thing I meant to say. I love the music in this. It's like very. They had this big segment with the them singing the Russian national anthem. Yeah. And I'm not necessarily like saying it's just because it's amazing and I'm pro Russia, but like that part of it. Yeah. They did add a lot of even the um, soundtrack, a lot of like very Russian music and that huge scene with them all singing it and they let it ring out. Like it's good music. It's intense. It's fits the moment. I just like the music. I can't uh, remember any of it. That's why I'm like oh, sitting really? here. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, was trying the, to, I remember the, the anthem, like the, yeah, them singing that. And, uh, that's it. I don't like, for some reason it didn't. Yeah. Stick out, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. Well, if you ever, who's the composer? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, <laughs> no, why, I, don't, I don't know. Why don't you know? <laughs> but I thought the sound design and the music was good. But so if you ever happen to, for whatever reason, put it back on, you can pay attention to it then. I knew this was written by a famous political author, but I did not realize it was Tom Clancy. Yeah, Tom Clancy did all no the Jack Ryan idea stories. Yeah. That Tom Clancy did Jack Ryan. No. Wait, I what? haven't actually read any of his books. Oh. Um, um if you like um this one's a little less political, um, a little more on the action side. But uh if you like like maybe the best way to describe it is like combat tactics and things like that, Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six, yeah. I would, yeah. When you were talking about it, I was like, he's gonna say Rainbow Six. Yeah. I mean the book is like it's fun. Like there's descriptors of um, you know, them going into buildings and sieges and hostage situations and stuff is yeah. pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, but yeah, he did all of the Jack Ryan stuff. Yeah, I don't know why I never really got into it because I guess it I I I don't know. I can't yeah. read anything unless it's from like the beginning. Like I need a book one mm. and it seemed like he made a lot of serials that just went wherever. And then Jack yeah. Ryan, I guess, is the only one where there's like a first one. And am yeah. I right? Like, I think there, there is, is a first, one. but honestly, I don't know if they all go in order or if they're right? just meant like, to be he's excerpts. Like, I'm just going to write a Jack Ryan novel about this, yeah. this, and this, and they're not going to have anything to do with each other. Maybe I should yeah, start reading wives. those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like, just uses the name. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. oh, this guy's Jack Ryan. Name only. Jack Ryan. And that's, why, like, that's why I feel the movies don't have any connection at all, like. This, no, some of all fears. I think like kills a lot of main characters. Yeah, I think. And I was like, isn't that supposed to take place like when he's younger? I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. so that's why I never got into it. And like the series that's on Amazon with uh, John Krasinski, mm-hmm. that's purely they. It's just based off of the character. Yeah, just so that's entirely, like purely yeah new story. Yeah, um, I, I've watched. It's really good. Of it. Yeah, yeah, it's really yeah. good. It's great uh, watching you uh, do some action, and that was pretty great to see you play. Me? <laughs> no. I always think of you like and John Krasinski like the same individual. Look, look the same. 
Oh, well, thank some, you. Just one of like, yeah. Beautiful man. Oh, well, thank Christmas. you very much. Yeah. Love though. So he takes the cake. <laughs> he is he is a good looking man. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's it for Hunt for Red October. Um, if anybody wants to tell us how we did on this episode or uh, let us know anything else, you can do so at moviememorypodcast at gmail.com. Also, go to linktree.com backslash moviememoriespodcast. If you'd like to find out all the ways you can listen to this podcast and all the ways you can follow us on social media. So other than that, um, you know, you had the little break where you got to listen to James Earl Jones. Well, this movie has another person's wonderful voice. And so just have a listen. There is another matter. One that I'm reluctant to. Please. One of our submarines, an Alpha, was last reported in the area of the Grand Banks. We've not heard from her for some time. Andre, you've lost another submarine? <laughs>